What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It gives me great pleasure to welcome you back once again to Fighting Fire with Fire, the AJ Rose Show, a time of recording at 7.42 p.m. on Tuesday, April 9th, 2019. And with me in Cambridge, Massachusetts, are two good friends of the pod, Geron Fernandez O'Brien and Seth Blownstein. Fellas, say hi to the people. Hello, people. <laughs> hi, people. <laughs> good intros. We're off to a rousing start. Hey, people. So, we, this is the second podcast that we have recorded uh, about the NBA this season. The first one was lost to the digital sands of time, and the, that's on me, and I apologize about that. First one was the first released, one, the second one was lost. Right, right. Excuse me. So this is take number three. Yeah. We're yeah. hoping to... All right. Yeah. And nice. we do not have all of the 16 playoff teams set in stone, but we are still going to give playoff predictions. We're also going to sort of tie off the year and talk about... The NBA regular season as a whole, starting with the question that kind of popped into my head as Duran and I were driving over here, and that is the 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 last handful of years, or really especially since Durant joined the Golden State Warriors, it has felt like they have hung over the entire league like an inevitable shadow each of the last two regular seasons. Did you guys feel that shadow was hanging over the 2018-19 NBA season still? Not particularly because uh, it's just there now. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's, it's. Are you saying it, we're used to it? We, yeah, it's kind of like y- your shadow. You you just get used to it after a while. Yeah, we're desensitized to it. Yeah. I, at the beginning of the year, it was yeah we're all playing for second place. It kind of went away because there's so many storylines, especially with the teams that were performing well. And now we're going to get to the playoffs, and it'll be like it was before. Do you think that uh, the Warriors, who are only going to win, what? They're going to win, go 56 and 26, somewhere around there. They're right around the 55-win mark. They're going to not reach the, the, you know, they went 67 games, then 73, then 67, and then were the two-seed last year. I think they still hit 60 again. Do you think that they are going to flip the proverbial switch and we are going to see the, what relatively the same Warriors team that we saw in the last two playoffs? I once we flip I would it? be surprised if they lost more than three or four games wow. this whole playoffs. I'd set the over under four and a half. Four and a half, crazy. Uh, did you guys think that in the 2018-19 NBA season, too much attention was paid to LeBron and the Lakers? Always. Always, both of the both of those entities always get too much, too much attention, particularly in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. I mean, LeBron, I understand with when he had a chance to make the finals, and at the beginning of the season, there was some talk that maybe it could happen and mm-hmm. he could, you know, get this this young squad up to to snuff. And when it was became abundantly clear that that wasn't going to be a thing, it would have been lovely. If we could have just not had that storyline for the rest of the year. But it's the Lakers. It's LeBron. Mm-hmm. We were going to have it. Seth? Yeah, remember that ESPN had a section for the Heat when he joined there. And they were tracking their record and all this other stuff when they were 7-8. and eight. The team mm-hmm. got way too much attention, obviously. Especially the whole Anthony Davis thing. Mm-hmm. They did get enough attention and they were actually playing well. Which... The first chunk of games of the year? Well, after the early season growing pains, when they were playing like a very good team mm-hmm. for, I don't know, a couple months maybe, yeah. 
before the, uh, the up, up to Christmas the Day, up to Christmas Day up when the LeBron got hurt. Yeah. yeah, and yep. what they were in the four or five, twenty and fourteen, something like that. Yeah, they were looking really good. And again, last year they had a lot of talented players that somehow won more than thirty games without a star. Brandon mm-hmm. Ingram was the best player. And you added LeBron James to that, and of course, playoff Rondo, not yet in the playoffs, and it and, seemed and like it would be a good team. And if LeBron doesn't get injured, we all agree that the Lakers or make if they, the playoffs. if they don't have sure. a, a litany of injuries. Right. A bunch of different injuries. But but his in particular, just obviously. Le- yeah, just However, LeBron. I will kind of disagree with you, because I remember hearing that uh, Brian Windhorst on the Hoop Collective podcast said that the Lakers' season was... Uh, dovetailed by poor roster construction and injuries. And both those things are true. The third thing, and the thing that Windhorst said was overblown, was the fact that Rich Paul and LeBron tried to orchestrate an Anthony Davis trade. Right. Submarines, the chemistry of the team, the locker room kind of splits apart, and the young guys devalue both in terms of their contribution to the current team and as assets but, in a future trade. But if LeBron doesn't get injured, are they really going after Davis that hard and does that Probably. come out does that come out as explicitly in the, as a story that's a, a, as disgustingly those, messy as it can right that's yeah. one of those what ifs really yeah yeah because with all Do those young guys like obviously they're not going to play as well when every player on the team was in trade talks and no one seemed to care that they were in trade talks and the, the front office didn't care they didn't do anything to shoot that down so I wanted to get the Warriors and Lakers out of the way at the beginning of this podcast. That's right. that's the main reason I wanted to do this. Lovely. Uh, and that basically spins into the next question when we're talking about the Anthony Davis Lakers thing. Was that what was the defining storyline of the 2018-19 NBA season? Was it that? Was it the Lakers and the Anthony Davis fiasco, or was it something else? God, and so I hope what? not. Because that was horrible. I, I I would like to think that. Initially, in, as it was happening, it was hard to say that anything else was de- the defining part of the season. But as we've crested into March and now April, that it has become one of the great MVP races. And the fact that James Harden and Giannis were both just incredibly compelling MVPs that have such different games, that becomes that Giannis in particular and Coach Bud and Giannis taking the Bucks team to favorites in the East is the defining storyline of the season to me. I think I think further on along that trajectory the, with the East, it's it's more the the top four or five teams in the East really becoming competitive and making a sort of a a group of competitive teams at the top of the East that can compete mm-hmm. and, and go toe to toe with teams in the West, which has not been the case. I mean, excluding the Warriors, obviously. <laughs> but yeah. like if if you can really have a competitive, uh, you, you there's there's a scenario where any of those top four teams in the East have a competitive finals with the Warriors. Absolutely, any of those yeah, four yeah, teams. Yeah, yeah. What I was gonna say, I'm echoing what you said, Duran. I think the story is that they're the the top of the East is actually being viewed as competitive, and that top four group could all be in play for number two in the West. Mm, mm-hmm. And and it's really or it's could also, have could, could oh, have been right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying the Celtics would have been the two seed, but <laughs> but that that top four could compete very well with the two, three, four, anyone else in the, in the West. West certainly. Whereas in the past, it was a bunch of junk. Yes, and you were saying I was, something. I'm also going to say that it's it while the rest of the East is essentially trash. It's nice to have a a fifth and sixth team in the East as well in Indiana and Brooklyn. 
Yeah, shout 41 out to and 40 man. Brooklyn. Yes. Brooklyn Hey, is the Celtics went 41 and 40 in 2012 when they were a win away Brooklyn, from the finals. Brooklyn, they didn't play 41 games and 40, anymore. whatever. They're all super young. It's a really fun team, and, and I am excited to see how they evolve, especially and under, under a young coach in Kenny Atkinson who's really clearly just got good extended. at developing players. Uh, which injury is a bigger bummer for the East and West's playoffs, Nurkic or Oladipo? <laughs> Nurkic because it's fresher. Yeah, I think I think the two of them. It's such a bummer because they're really nice reflections of each other. A team, two teams that looked to be greater than the sum of their parts that were ready to go toe to toe with almost to, with almost yeah. everybody in their conference. Really relying on chemistry. Those yeah. injuries just submarined that. I feel like right now the Paul George injury is the biggest one because while you, you, you said Paul George, yeah. Because while he's back, that team has played terribly since he got injured. That's a good... That's a, Okay, so you're saying Paul George's shoulder. And yeah. the fact that he's playing through it, but he's clearly not the same MVP. Yeah, because the, the Blazers were never going to win more than one round. And the Pacers were never going to win more than one round. The Thunder could have. I know you guys both thought the whole year that the Pacers were going to the championship. And that Miles I, Turner was going to go back-to-back with Old Depot and most improved, most improved. But he still might. No, nah, he still might, man. and and that's that's the championship team having the most improved player. But that's, that's so so I, I I like that I like that third option. Do you think we 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 can use that to talk about the Thunder? Do we think that for the third year in a row they are better as an idea than they are as a team, and that George kind of mm, submarines any hopes they had of competing with the top dogs in the West? That they that unless George gets healthy or has a, a super hot series shooting that they really can't beat even if they get matched up with the thunder in the two excuse me with the nuggets as the 2-7 that they can't win that series with Paul George playing the way he is I I mean that's a whole another can of worms I worry honestly about the nuggets team and Jokic being able to stay on the floor in playoff basketball mm-hmm. as incredible of a talent a passing talent and all-around player as he is if he can't if he can't switch on D and do everything he needs to be able to do on D, it's going to be really hard to keep him on the on the floor. But he's an inspiration for all those people who don't go to the gym but want to play basketball. Everybody with lunch lady arms who plays basketball is inspired by Nikola Jokic. Uh, I asked the question on the pod that we lost, how many teams could make the finals from each conference? So it seems to us, especially with Oladipo's injury, that the answer in the East is four. The Bucks, Raptors, Sixers, and Celtics. Yes. So how many teams in the West could actually feasibly make the finals? Wait, do we actually think the Sixers can make the finals? Yes. Yes, we do. Or we, they, I they, do. They are very talented, and I don't trust that team for a second. Mm, I mean... Like, they're the only team in the East that's actually afraid of the Celtics. I think <laughs> I, I think they, that if they had shown a little more last year... I mean, obviously last year they didn't have Jimmy Butler, they didn't have Tobias Harris, but they were they were still a fairly deep team. If they had shown a little bit more, if Brett Brown had shown a little bit more in in his coaching ability to beat that Celtics team, are you kidding me? Hey, they still had the confetti game. <laughs> that that you, I would be more confident in saying yes. I think yeah. absolutely the Sixers could make the finals. Would you like Would you like the team better if you swap Jimmy Butler for uh, Sarge and Covington with this team? Yes, <laughs> I don't think so because. Yeah, I don't know. Because Butler's I their best closer. I, I would take Tobias Harris as the closer. 
I, I I don't know where I stand. Well, and I just JJ want to throw Reddick, that JJ out Reddick there. in a pinch, you know, like yeah. <laughs> like Tobias Harris as the decoy and and get JJ an open look. Uh, I do think they can make the finals. They the f- top five seeds in the East are locked. So if Philly beats whoever is the sixth seed, and it's looking like the Magic are going to be the sixth seed, that they would play the Raptors, assuming the Raptors beat the Nets or Pistons in the sec- in the first round. It would be a Sixers Raptors series, and I. I mean, spoiler alert, I think the Raptors are going to make the finals. I think Nick Nurse is going to coach all over Brett Brown. That was... uh, That was what? That was also going to be my pick. Yeah. No, Uh, mine. What? I'm still picking the Celtics. You're still... (laughs) I was joking about picking the Celtics, and I still think it's possible, but for the balance of the team and just the fact that Kawhi has clearly not dialed it, put his foot down on the gas the entire year with this in mind... And I think, they're also shockingly deep. Yes. And they have the guy who's actually going to win most improved player of the year, Pascal Siakam. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're going to make the finals. And West, West-wise, I do think we end up with... Do you guys think we're going to end up with Warriors-Rockets again yes. in the conference finals? Most likely. Seth, Seth, Seth's like a deep sigh. Is that a bad thing? You wish it was somebody else who got a shot at the Warriors? I think it's Warriors-Rockets, and I could see it being Warriors-Jazz. Wow. The Jazz are right now, what, 4-5? Oh, wait, they would would be playing the Warriors in the second round. Yeah. Then I take that back. I think the Jazz, uh, if if it were seeded differently, I think they could get to the conference finals. But in this case, no, I believe there will be a second round exit. So so you think think that they could be the second best team in the West? Yeah, I do. All right. Wow. I, I, I just disagree about no, that. Nothing would shock me with those other teams. I think the Rockets are most likely to get to the conference finals, but you <laughs> could sell me on the Thunder. You could sell me on the Nuggets. I guess that's probably it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the Rockets found what Harden's done this year, and especially seeing him in person. Granted, they destroyed the Celtics, and that was one of the Celtics' worst performances of the year, but... The, the, the recognition... And that is saying something. That really, yeah. it really, really is saying something. God, they've had like 10 awful performances this year. Harden in 10? person. Harden in person. Three against if the he's, Magic alone. If he's, if, he's, if he senses that you're six inches too close to him, it's a layup. And if he senses you're three inches too far below him, it's a three. Yeah. Like a dagger in your grill. It's amazing to see the control way, that he has. Either way, he's taking three steps. Yeah, <laughs> I do think that he people have tried to copy it like Steph Curry tried to copy the step back three the Harden step back and traveled and then put his fingers up uh, uh, to say to, to make one three as if as in you wouldn't call that if it was James Harden but he was wrong he did he did not do it as fluidly he's, as Harden does he's not as as much of a footwork magician as right he, he's a he's a magician and if I think if other people were as good at it as Harden does, they wouldn't get called for it either. And that you'll see somebody come into the NBA the next five years who does it like Harden. Or, or someone who's already in the NBA who's Doncic. just going to work on it in the offseason. Right. Yeah. Whomever. Steph. Who, you know, Dame. Yep. Whatever. Uh, John Wall. John John Wall. Oh, my God. Let's not open that can of worms. What can of just... Can of... <laughs> can of coal. Can of cash. <laughs> <laughs> can, that, a can that of too. lots and lots of money for, for John Wall. That was lit so, on fire. 
Let's let's do our awards. I think we're at a pretty brisk pace right now. Oh, you so so we're predicting. So Seth, for the record, you're predicting Celtics Warriors, and Duran and I are predicting Raptors Warriors for I, I, the I NBA. Actually, why why are none of us picking the Bucks? Is it because of injuries? Would we pick the Bucks if Brogdon wasn't hurt? If Miritich wasn't hurt? The injuries are are challenging, and Brogdon made made a huge leap this year. That's he, that he, really hurts he, st- he stunned me. I was I he was in shape. Sh- I was shocked how he was good he 40, was. 50, 90. Yes, 50, 40, 90. Same thing. Whatever. 40-50-90 <laughs> would be amazing. How could you possibly shoot 40% from the field if you were shooting 40, 50% for three? I thought it was 40-50-90, uh, 43-50 field, 90 free throws. No. It's 50-40-90? field, 43. Okay, yeah, yeah. But, right, whatever. Throws, but I said, I said out of order. the same thing. Yeah. I feel like someone like Rondo could have done that. Rondo. <laughs> I mean, in early On stages. no attempts? In early stages when he couldn't finish at the rim and... That's, that's very funny. Maybe if he shot uh, underhand from so, three. So you're saying without Brogdon, and he has plantar fasciitis, right? That's his injury? And that sure. if he if he's, I believe that's the case. And if that he's, sounds right. If he's trying to come back from that in any sport, football, whatever, people yeah. are not themselves trying to yeah. come back from plantar fasciitis. So if the Celtics get matched up with the Bucks in the second round and Brogdon is trying to come back and Miritich is trying to come back and the Celtics, let's say they beat the Pacers in five or six and nobody gets hurt, does that become just a total coin flip of a series, even if the Bucks have home court and and the MVP and Giannis? I am confident in the Celtics' ability to play the Bucks. I know that Giannis is a freak, hence his nickname. Right. But the Celtics can match up with with the offense the Bucks run and can run a competent offense against it. It doesn't mean that they will, but they scare me less than the Raptors do. I, I, I'm, I I'm I'm with you on that. Yeah. All right, so. If the Raptors and Warriors get matched up in the finals, Duran, who you got? <laughs> he looked at me like, "What? What do you expect me to say?" In how many? In how many? Uh, six at the most. I, I I'll go Warriors in seven. I'd say the Raptors would give them a great run. And you and if it's Celtics Warriors, like you said, Warriors in six. Seth, Warriors in six. Yeah. Uh, but Marcus Smart will have a game where he hits eleven threes. And <laughs> He'll, Mark he'll, my he'll words. Miss every other three. Let's do. I don't know if you guys have your notes up. If you let's do our all NBA teams and our awards picks. So I'm gonna do. Let's do all NBA teams. Do you guys want to do all NBA teams first or the awards first? I have that first in my. Let's my do notes. all NBA teams. Also, NBA I don't think there's gonna be many differences. I don't think there's gonna be I, any I, difference. Any? You think we're all gonna go f- 15 people the exact same way? I on the only, same teams. I only went for the first team. So uh, Duran, your first team all NBA is. Harden, Steph, Yanni, Durant, and Jokic. Yeah, there's a disagreement right there because I have Paul George instead of Durant. Oh! And Embiid instead of Jokic, actually. I don't have that. So I have, yeah, I have Steph, Harden, um, Giannis, PG, and Embiid. And Steph has. Uh, I... It's down to the wire about whether it's George or Durant because I still hadn't made a decision. I do have the other Harden, four. Curry, Giannis, Jokic, and I'm going with Durant. Durant instead of Paul George. Instead of Paul George, but I really want to go with Paul George because of what because <laughs> of his impact on that team. Mm-hmm. I just think that uh, uh, when I think about the season, I think about Paul George more than I think about Durant. That's kind of unfair to Durant. Durant is so casually he's like he's, one of the fifteen best players of, ever. He's part of the cloud that sits over the NBA, and and we forget about him. Yeah, definitely. And 
I just, in my heart of hearts, couldn't put two Warriors on the first team when they have the talent to win 70 games and they're going to win 55. Yeah. I don't know. But so you have to, to thunder in your three teams despite the fact that they're winning. I am still West deciding about teams. whether Westbrook gets on the third team or not. I don't know. We'll see. All right. I guess so, we'll do that when we get to so third team. When we get to third team. Second team All-NBA. Seth, do you have that written down? Yeah. Uh, Embiid, George, Lillard, Kyrie, and Kawhi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds like what I would have picked if I had written it down. So why <laughs> so why does uh, Kawhi make it despite only playing 60 games-ish? Just under. Because he's really, really good. And the Raptors had a great year. And when you're looking at forwards, I mean, spoiler, my third team has Griffin and LeBron on it. And yeah. LeBron also didn't play a ton of games. But Kawhi's impact was... was uh, was very significant, and it was clear right away. So I know they played well without him, but he was a ball. Duran, did you just did you just write something down uh, in your in your second team, or you just no? Gonna... I mean okay. that that sounds right to me. I feel like a lot of the podcasts that we all listen to have have hashed this and rehashed this over the past couple weeks, right. and and I was just it, this one this didn't really it did take, didn't take me. it didn't move the needle up for move, you didn't move. <laughs> I've got Lillard, Kyrie, Durant. Blake and Jokic as the second team. Second uh, team? Yeah. Blake. Yes, second That's team, Blake Griffin. Yeah. So you have Blake where Seth has Kawhi. Kawhi. Yeah. That's, I mean... Because he played more games? That's intriguing. Yeah, because a chunk more games. He's played, he's played a lot more games. He's hitting threes at an unbelievable clip. He's really efficient for, now. For his... For, for what you would expect it's based cool. on his early career. It's cool to watch his game develop from where he was as a young leaper, right? Yeah. I wish he did that when he was younger. That was my biggest complaint about Blake for the first five or six years of his career that he didn't actually know how to play basketball. Is he the, is he the evolutionary mailman? A Carl Malone? Yeah. I don't think so because Carl Malone was so, just durability-wise, like Blake missed his whole rookie year, you know? Sure. Yeah. And has had little nicks other years and got in. So okay. I think durability wise, that's tough. I feel like if anybody's the evolutionary mailman, it's LeBron because of the durability. That that's sort of the first thing I think about when I think of Karl Malone. I think about the fact that he played so long and that he's the second leading scorer in NBA history. I think of watching his weird fucking enormous muscles while he was taking free throws. Who Malone? Yeah, yeah, he is. He is absolutely shredded, and would just whisper to himself while he was taking free throws. Yeah, that wasn't weird at all. <laughs> uh, Seth, who do you have as your All NBA third team? I have Rudy Gobert, Blake Griffin. Gobert, no Towns, no Towns. Uh, you don't. Right, I, I agree. I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, Gobert, Griffin, LeBron, Bradley Beal, and Westbrook, with the argument of. What if he only averaged eight rebounds a game? What would we say about the guy who's <laughs> averaging 20-something points and leading the league in assists? Here's, here's a question. How do you justify Bradley Beal without putting Towns uh, in? If oh, so you're saying the same reason that he left off Towns, he should therefore leave off Brad Beal? I think so. Who am I comparing much? Beal to? to? Clay, Kemba. Uh, sure. Kemba. Uh, Kemba Jimmy Butler. Butler. I'm yeah, yeah right. we're definitely kidding. Because uh, because Gobert was, was My, the anchor on a uh, four or five seed team. Gobert that, should be there. I yeah. I, I, I agree. I yeah, agree. Uh, it, I mean, it's, I'm, I'm it's, mostly playing devil's advocate. Yeah, it's but. it's because there's no one close enough to Beal. If it, if there were if. If the, if the Grizz- was was yeah. good all year, or if, if he Gr- hadn't gotten injured, then, or then if, sure. if the Pelicans made the playoffs, there's a, uh, a Drew Holiday a Drew argument, argument yeah, or if the Grizzlies make the playoffs, but. 
Beal Beal balled out, and there's no one else close enough that I think has a there's a good enough argument. I don't. Know, what did what did you have, AJ? I I have. Did you, did you cave and go with Kemba? I did cave and go with Kemba. Yeah, um, and that is partially because he always merges the Celtics. But yeah, I, uh, he really I, does. I think just vi- uh, uh, just entertainment wise, watching him is more fun than watching Brad Beal. I think that bias, inherent bias, whether he's less efficient than Beal or not is what factors into it because it's really fun to watch Kemba ball out. But isn't Kemba what would happen if Lou Williams started on a bad team? No. Oh, are you sure? How how many girlfriends does Kemba have? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I, I have Westbrook, Kemba, Kawhi LeBron, and Gobert. Okay. So, so there you the go. the same players. We except, do have, for, except for Kemba and Beal. And, and so, yeah, so we have 14 of the same 15. I... Thought about uh, uh, leaving LeBron off altogether uh, because of him and Rich Paul trying to push all in for Anthony Davis. Yeah, and what a what a bummer of a season for Anthony Davis. Yeah, what's amazing is we're not saying his. We're we not even talking about his name. Yeah, yeah. So, and we're talking about Carl yeah. Anthony Towns before him. I mean, as we should. As we Definitely. should. <laughs> Definitely. Towns, Towns made a nice push at the end of the year he, to, to really he, up his stats. Every single year, post All Star break, just goes on a, a tear. For a bad team, for this bad Timberwolves team, yeah, it's incredible. It'd be he, great if you were on the Jazz I'd because it to, would be for something. I'd love to look at what his uh, career post All Star break stats are. Pre and post would be <laughs> yeah, an interesting look. Fun yeah. split. Um, awards picks, and then we'll we'll wrap up this neat and tidy pod. I appreciate you guys being so efficient, and you can throw out anything else that you'd want to talk about while we're while we're here. Um, oh, and we'll do some other playoff things like X factors. We talked about that. Yes. Um, Awards picks. The uh, coach of the year. Anybody? 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 Let's say Seth. Who do you got for coach of the year? Da, 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 I'm gonna da, say Doc da, 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 because yes. there's there's two things going on with the Bucks. Yes. There's Giannis. There's Bud. There's the Bledsoe the, having the a great year. Bledsoe jump. The Brogdon jump. The Lopez uh, splash uh, mountain. Lopez. Lopez like Chris Middleton falling. You know, yeah, it exploded. Off. Yeah, that didn't work. That didn't work. Making, making an all-star team. I'm gonna falling off while he fell. I'm off. gonna go with Doc because the fact that that team is where it is is really, really impressive. <laughs> it's given that impressive. they keep trading all their players, even their if even players. if there's you know a little bit of our our post Celtics bias coming into play here, Doc has had an incredible year for but this Clippers team. I don't feel like as a Celtics fan, I have a particular affection for Doc Rivers. Hmm. Uh, I do. I, I don't. I mean, sorry, I don't have affection for him as a. As the Clippers coach, right? I know that he's a terrible general manager. And yes. Yeah. Well, but he's also he's clearly a really good coach. It's the, obvious. At least this year. And do you have Doc as well, Duran? I have Bud. In, yeah. in a you know, it's very very close. But yeah, I'm taking Bud. I have Brett. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought Kyrie Irving should be in the in the run coach, <laughs> coach of the year. Of the year. That's a really inspiring life coach. Really life coach of the year. Coaching it up. Absolutely. I have Doc. Because they uh, not only am I biased that uh, I really wanted them to make the playoffs so that the Celtics get their pick in this top-heavy draft that mm-hmm. won't amount to much, but uh, I love. I think that we talk about Mike Conley being one of the best players to never make an All-Star team, and I think Gallo and Lou Williams are both two of the, just the most ballerific dudes that have never yep. made an All-Star team. Those I feel like if you redo Gallo's if you redo Gallo's career ten times, I think. 
at least half the time he makes an all-star team. He's staying right? healthy. Right. I, I really can't picture him staying healthy and not making one all-star he team. I can't also, picture him staying healthy. <laughs> right, that's he the problem. also murdered the Celtics this year. <laughs> yeah. Who didn't murder the Celtics this year? Anybody who could get a bucket. Kelly Olynyk murdered the Celtics this year. Did he? No. Kelly Olynyk murders everybody who ever has facial hair. <laughs> because the guy definitely eats live birds. <laughs> Kelly Olenek. Sorry, I'm, so, I'm, I'm bummed that the, the Heat aren't making the playoffs. I was saying that to Duran on the way over because I wanted Wade to have one a last moment. playoff dance. But uh, that's Coach of the Year. How about Most Improved? Are we all just saying Pascal Siakam and leaving it at that? Yes, no? Maybe so? Yeah, but I want to place a second place, second place vote for Buddy Heald. Yeah! That's a, that's I a like really that. good... I Buddy like Heald, that. How about Buddy Heald and De'Aaron Fox together? Well, well De'Aaron, yes. And uh, uh, Hoop Collective was again talking about Tim Bontemps' bias against giving it to second-year players. I agree with that. And mm-hmm. I... Someone pushed back. Who, who pushed back? I don't know if it was Arnovitz or somebody pushed back and saying, yeah, that's when they improve. It's yeah. called most improved player. Yeah. Uh, and that's In a the, really the spirit of the award, though... Uh, yeah, I, I'm kind of with you. Yeah. Uh, so I have Siakam because yeah. he because yeah he's yeah been a, what he's just been just amazing. just watching him his his drives to the hoop basically watching him become more confident w- handling the ball on offense and, and he's a he's an above average passer and he can hit a, like a, a decent clip from beyond the arc like, I mean, that's and it, like, he's, he's putting he's, it all together he's, he's pushing, level he's the whole pushing game. all the knobs up at once which is really hard to do well said. And, yeah, I do like the idea of the knobs going up. And it, it would seem like he's going to make an all-star team or two in, in the East in the next couple of years. It would I, seem that way. He, he will be on the all-star team next year. Yeah? In the yeah. East. As long as he doesn't get traded to the West. That's <laughs> sure. And then he might get into Mike Conley. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's Coach of the Year and MIP down. How about Rookie of the Year? We're all going with Doncic. You got. We said it before. We who did I pick before the year? I picked somebody you other picked than Doncic. Aiden, or did you pick Bagley? I think I might have picked Bagley. You did something dumb. And by the way, neither of those neither of those pick. picks are dumb. Neither of those picks no, are dumb. No. Luca was the right pick. Luca. I mean, yes, of Luca, course he was. Luca and by the way, Trey Young has been the second best rookie this year. Yes, he has. Impressively. Yeah. Yeah, he's been really good. And sw- like swagging out too, yeah. and has re- recaptured what he had the first half of his freshman year at Oklahoma. We should have thought more about the fact his name is Trey. Like you got to be successful. <laughs> his name is Trey, and I like Especially the T R A E. Yes. Uh, do we? Because there was an apostrophe. What, what's the Hawks' ceiling next year if they get Zion? <laughs> uh, Fifty-three wins. I was gonna say six seed. Six seed. I think that's. I think that's about right. I said fifty three wins. I'll stand by it. <laughs> <laughs> the East is gonna blow the West out of the water next yeah. year. Uh, so that. So we all have Don, Doncic is just you know the guy. It, it, it's not not that hard to pick. It's not that hard. Uh, that's the only award that's been consistently clear for the like entire four year. Months. Yeah, really the whole year. How about six man of the year? Lou. I, I regret saying it was time for someone besides Lou Williams to be six man. <laughs> Trez. Trez. It's Lou. If, Montrez Harrell. I, with an honorable mention for Trez. Of course. And, as, as and the, to Terry Rozier, as you oh, boldly yeah, predicted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's been ugly. Uh, that's been ugly. Not. Who would you rather have? I, I, I asked her on this on the right over, Seth. Who would you rather have in the Celtics for the playoffs? Uh, Terry Rozier or Reggie Jackson? <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's better handshakes? <laughs> oh, 
or better like towel way waving. Better chemist. I love it. Uh, I want Marquise Daniels. Marquise, yes, Keon Dueling, absolutely. Marquise uh, Daniels a good handshake. Right. <laughs> uh, I yeah, Lou Will. Damn it. Most points off the bench in NBA history is a cool That's legacy. A cool little nugget. I yeah. once won sixth man of the year in a league where rosters were eight or nine people. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Good hat to hang on. Uh, yep. What what award? So we we obviously have to get to MVP. Is there anything else we missed? Defensive player. Defensive of the player year. of the year. Thank you. Who you got? I'm going with Robert, with Gobert, but I'd I'd like to acknowledge Aaron Baines here. I he's I love Aaron Baines. Obviously, he's not winning Defensive Player of the Year, but his difference defensively means more than just about any role player I've seen. But it's Gobert. My defensive player is the same as my MVP. Yeah. It's, it's me, and Giannis. me and you both. Giannis, Giannis wins DPOY and MVP. I do and not know. Joins Jordan and. Did Jordan win them both? He did. What? God. Jo- damn. I think it was Jordan oh. and. Was it Olajuwon? I, I Akeem right. sounds exactly right. Yeah. 94 probably. So was they, they, they would be the, person. They would be the They would be the only three who have ever done it. And I think he joins that exclusive club this year. I that have, that is a monstrous club to join. Yeah. MVP and DPOY in which same is, year. It's also wild because those the other two were drafted the same year. What do you mean? Eighty four. The other two. Oh right, yes, they're both. Like, what Akeem a, and Jordan. What were a draft drafts. and what a boneheaded move from Portland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam Bowie. Yeah, yeah. Historically, what's going to seem worse, that or or Odin over Durant or trading James Harden. Uh, I, 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 I thought we were. I, I, I thought we were. I thought we were just going to stack up all the the Portland decisions and and bad luck. But Brandon Roy. Bra- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, that was a great decision. No, bad luck. Bad luck. Oh, bad luck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. my fault. Um. So I have Harden for MVP. I love this. Make your case. I love this. All right. I have. I have a few bullet points. Yes, One is. Yes. It may just be that I want Duran to be wrong. I'll be honest. <laughs> that that is a factor. Is that, is that a bullet point written that down. That is a bullet point. Except <laughs> I wrote might with an O because there was a typo. Um, he is currently the league leader in VORP by at least by over two games. Holy cow! So I've used a stat. Uh, we talked about it earlier, but the Bucks have a lot of good things going for them, and it's hard Definitely. to say what's what. There's Bud, there's all the players who have improved. Obviously, Giannis made a leap. Mm-hmm. He might get suspended for steroid usage, I don't know. Yeah, i Not Jesus. trying to speculate. And looking at the Rockets, obviously this, their season didn't start well, and Harden was part of that, but mm-hmm. he turned it around on his own. What you see on the Rockets is there's no one else on the team that turned into a much better player, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, Kenneth Fareed had a revival, but you didn't see anyone perform better than you would have expected. Right. And he carried that team, and now they're looking like they're the third seed. And uh, the statistics speak for themselves, so I'm going with Harden. Sorry, I, Ryan. I, I, I picked Giannis for MVP because I thought he was the because I thought he was DPOI, basically. That that he yeah. did that and then Fair. also averaged... What is it, 28, 13, and 7? Is that from, what he's doing? From the low school of thinking. Right. And I think that the the case for Harden is was made on a pod uh, about him, Harden being systemless, and him being able to do this with whatever teammates on whatever team. And that Bud kind of... How are you going to argue that Harden is systemless? He is. That, that D'Antoni helps, and uh, absolutely, but no matter what team he was on whatever players he put around him right he's gonna do the step back three thing aside and, from and, the, and if you give him 
any any center that can set a pick and roll and catch lobs and whatever other three players, the three of us, that he they, that's a that's an above five hundred team. Uh, yeah, I think D'Antoni. Well, I think, D'Antoni also I think is the, a good. I think the floor. I think the floor is like a 500 team. If yeah. you have a, a pretty incompetent coach and an, an incredibly crap roster, with like, if let's say you put you switch him and and Kemba Walker. Right. That team is. That team is is a, is, is a, better a, than Indiana, right? Is is a maybe over 500, a couple games over 500. Can I take this on a quick tangent? When you said a 500 team, I started thinking about playing 500 when I was home. <laughs> call out 200 and, and then like throw And now I'm thinking, mystery who, box. Who, who would be the best 500 player in the league? <laughs> Gobert. Derek White. <laughs> you mean Derek Jones? No, Derek White. That's Derek Jones Jr.? Yeah. The, would it not be honest? Miami? Derek Jones Jr., the guy yeah, yeah, who's Derek Jones. absolutely yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. jumpman sky. Yeah, yeah, he's the best 500 player in the league. Wait, Zion, right? <laughs> oh, but he, yeah, I mean, as soon as he's in the league. <laughs> last, sorry, we can move last, on. Last thing before we get out of here, playoff X Factor that people are not, that, that could win his team a series. I got one in the East and one in the West. I love it, Duran, go for it. In the East? Brooklyn. I love it, I love that. Love that pick. Uh, I think Splash Mountain could really make a difference for the Bucks, mm-hmm. and if he plays Gasol to a standstill, I think that they can get past the Raptors. Mm. Um, and then the other one is Jeremy Grant for the Thunder. Love that. Love um, that. He has he if if Siakam wasn't doing what he's doing in Toronto, I think he could be a really good candidate for. Most improved player this year. Mm-hmm. He really came around in a bunch of different categories. He can he started to be able to shoot the three ball, and he is just he's More a, a menace on defense. Yeah. So um, those those are my two. Yeah, I'd, I really would not want to be defended by Jeremy Grant. <laughs> what do you got, Seth? So if we're ruling out Siakam and Gordon Hayward. Yeah, I, I was going to say Hayward doesn't quite qualify. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm thinking. I think Marcus Smart will. Mm. I, actually, I think Marcus Smart will swing a game, and that may be a deciding game, mm-hmm. with five crazy Marcus Smart plays and a couple no, 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 yes threes. Yeah. So I'm I thought going, we said sleeper picks for some Oh, series. come on, Deron. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's a good point. Uh, Terry Rozier will, will give someone else a series. Um, yeah, that's, so, that's a good point. And then... Uh, Wait, could, okay. I really want to go deep sleeper and say Isaiah Thomas because that, oh, that, that's a feel good story. That is, that is. Someone gets that's injured. Your, that's with your comes heart. Comes off man. the bed. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, all heart. In seriousness, uh, Joe Ingles. I damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Sorry, <laughs> Joe. I was thinking of a couple different people, but I think um, the person who could swing a playoff series that uh, has not been mentioned yet on this pod by the two of you guys is not a player in the East. It is a player in the West, and it is <laughs> Zach Collins for the Blazers. And if they are going to actually win a first-round series, that he is I, – I, Seth, Seth kind of rolled. I don't know if that was a half roll of your eyes. That was a full that. roll. That was a full roll. That if they're actually going to try and, and salvage this thing without Nurkic, that he is going to have to do a decent Nurkic impression. And that whoever they're matched up with, especially if they're matched up with the Clippers. I would take Aminu over him on that um, team. I think I speak for both me and Duran when I say that Evan Turner is more of an X-factor than him. 
Evan Turner? I, I God was, bless like him. I heard, like I just said, Aminu. I would take Aminu before I took Zach Collins. But certainly Evan Turner, right? We said Deep Sleeper, right? Is he deeper than Isaiah Thomas? No. no. I didn't realize it was Deep Sleeper in my fault. <laughs> Evan Turner might be a Deep Sleeper and that he might be asleep on the bench. <laughs> With a pocket dog. <laughs> Definitely. Playoff matchup uh, of, of at any point in the playoffs that you'd most want to see. Oh, man. Um, Celtics Warriors. <laughs> Celtics Warriors. Yeah. Um, my. Hmm. Yeah. I, I, I think that's. I think there are a bunch of different combos. I think Rockets Thunder is way up there for me. That would be really fun. I, I. I'm trying to think if if there's any like if there's any really bad blood that that can be stirred up because I, I would love. A, a chippy there's nothing like a chippy well Clippers series. Rockets then Clippers Rockets would be Clippers, amazing well, Clippers Rockets <laughs> oh Warriors Thunder visiting oh, locker yeah, Warriors, rooms Warriors Thunder would be incredible with healthy Paul George oh so, so we just this whole podcast without talking saying anything about the Spurs not that there's really anything to say but <laughs> Seth was right that's all we can say yes that was the one thing I was right about this year is you said they were going to make the playoffs, and they did. So did the Magic, and I called that I'm, one. I'm proud yeah. of you guys. As usual, I get very little right, but I do I, talk the most. I you also, do. I also said Eric Gordon would be the sixth man of the year. Mm. So, hey, I the other night they uh, I, I watched a couple of games the other day, and both he and Chris Paul looked really fresh, and just I I, I want to see them. The, my answer is Rockets Warriors because I want to see the Rockets have an, another good shot at them. Yeah, and because because God, I wanted them to win it last year, um, and and I think it just completely changes uh, the Chris Paul's how we think of him if he makes the finals. It totally changes it, it how we be, think of Chris Paul if we if he makes the finals. The second best player in the finals. All right, well, we did it. We did our NBA playoff preview pod. This is going to go up. By the time you're hearing this, it'll be Wednesday. It'll be the last night of the NBA regular season. We will come back and do an update after the first round or second round or something like that. Maybe whenever whenever the Celtics get eliminated, when the Pacers sweep them, <laughs> we'll come back and talk about it. Kyrie in a wheelchair. Kyrie in a wheelchair. Kyrie uh, pooping his pants. Do, do, do NBA fans care more about? <laughs> do, do NBA fans care more about the lottery and the offseason and free agency anyway more than these playoffs? Yes. I don't even depends know. on the fan, but yeah, depends uh, on if they're a Warriors fan. <laughs> brutal, so brutal. Uh, for Duran Fernandez O'Brien and Seth Blaustein, I'm AJ Rose. As always, you can listen to all episodes of Fighting Fire with Fire at soundcloud.com slash fighting fire with fire. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the AJ Rose Show. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the AJ Rose Show. And follow us on Spotify and Google Play. And subscribe and rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Spotify, not Google Play. No one, no one uses Google Play. I'm just throwing it out there. It is factually on there. Factually, <laughs> factually no one hey, uses Google Hey, whoa, Play. whoa. The number, yes. the number one fan of this pod, Eric Leroy Simpson, one of my good friends on this earth, does use Google Play. So shout out to Eric, especially if he's listening. I know he doesn't do the sport ball thing. But uh, if you made it this no- far, Eric, you got a shout out. Yeah. <laughs> the number one fan of your podcast probably isn't listening right now. He listens to every episode, so he is he is listening. But he's just not, I don't know how deep he goes. I don't know if he really knows who Zach Collins is. This, you know? is, this, <laughs> this is going to be a rough one if he doesn't do sports. Yeah. So uh, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for listening for Fighting Fire with Fire, the AJ Rose Show. I'm AJ Rose. Fuck Mitch McConnell. And we will talk to you guys next time. Cheers. Cheers.